like give us like I don't know, like not book a return flight and then go to the casino <laughs> and see if we could still make it home. <laughs> but so so far I'm being shot down. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Interesting Discussion. Sometimes I'm one of your hosts, Ferran. I'm back with the boys. We got Tarun, Christian, and Harsha. And this week we got a returning guest. His name is Millen. He's out on the West Coast with me. Well, not with me. He's up in SF, unfortunately. Good <laughs> <girl>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Millen, what's going on, man? Glad to have you back, dude. What could have been? What could have been? You got to come up here. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. Dude. It's good to see you guys. But we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ferran, <laughs> if you move to LA, I'll come with you. Yeah. Cap. Well, Millen actually lived in LA. I don't know if we talked about that last I time. I did. I did. Every time I dr- I drive to uh, the airport, um, like to LAX, I always go past like the Boeing plant, and I'm like, damn, that that could have been Millen right there. They they need some help right now. You you taking your flight from there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? What's what's new with you? Um, we last had you on two years ago. Um, oh my god, I think really? that was yeah, it was pretty long. I was actually listening to the episode today wow. just to familiarize myself with what we talked about um i think we mainly talked about new york and like columbia and your undergrad life but um since then i think you spent two more years in sf uh well how's it been what what do you what have you gotten up to in the last two years you want to share yeah man i've been I've, yeah i've been here since then i let's see i feel like a lot's happened but also at the same time like nothing's happened like i like look <laughs> around and like most of my friends are the same and like most of the stuff i do is like pretty much the same. I guess like very recently, the stuff I do day to day is like very different because uh, I no longer have a job. But that's uh, that's fun. <laughs> that's fun, <laughs> but, that's fun. Uh, but no, I still like it here. Like it's like uh, honestly, it's a pretty lit city. So yeah, I also remember uh, last time you were on, uh, we were talking about the shit on the streets. Um, yeah, and I remember you asked, you sent us a question on our hundredth episode, uh, talking about um, was it. Like it was like a Snapchat for shit or something. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, Snapcrap. Yeah. Snapcrap. Yeah, Snapcrap. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forget what I was, asked, but yeah. But you just you just you didn't even ask a question. You just told us about it. it was funny. Um, I just wanted to talk. <laughs> how is how is this shit on the street evolved in the last two years? Has it gotten better? Um yeah, it's pretty much the same. Probably those same pieces of shit that were there three years ago <laughs> are still there right. today. <laughs> um, yeah, that part of it doesn't change, but I think you get like really, really good if you live here at like looking out for it. Mm. So like, I'm like, I'm like a ninja. I like never step in that shit. Um, <laughs> even if I'm like texting or something, I don't know. Like I'm, I like gotten so good at recognizing it. That's yeah, all it's good. like a sixth sense. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's not the kind of sixth sense I wanted, but I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Survival skills. But yeah, you mentioned, uh, you're unemployed now. Um, it's been what, like a couple, a month or two? How, how long has it been? No, actually it's just been a couple weeks. A couple um, weeks. Yeah, maybe two weeks. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and I spent one of the weeks in Mexico City. And then oh. one of the weeks, I don't even know what happened, but like time just kind of flew. And then here we are. <laughs> Damn, nice. <laughs> like I started forgetting what day of the week it was and all that. <laughs> yeah, how does it feel to like just wake up and not have like a job, like a, a nine to five job? Yeah, a yeah. meeting or something to like get to. <laughs> yeah, it, it's super weird, honestly. Like that first, the first Monday morning that I woke up, and like, cause like I'd been going into the office too every day, like mm-hmm. five days a week. Mm-hmm. I was doing hardware stuff. So it was like pretty crazy to just be at home. Um, and like, I like, honestly, I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was a, definitely an adjustment. Well, do you want to get into why you quit your job, what you're looking to do in the next yeah, couple? Sure. Yeah, sure. Good, good. Tell us, <laughs> share with yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> share with us. <laughs> Up to this point, it makes it seem like he got fired. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, just do the fire. <laughs> I don't know if you got fire. I hope you didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I got fired. At least, uh, no, I decided to leave. I uh, I like had gotten into business school a long time ago. Um, I did like one of the deferred program things, so I got in uh, actually in college, in undergrad, senior in undergrad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I basically like forgot about it for four years. Um, <laughs> until then they sent, they sent me an email like, yo, what's up? Like, are you coming? <laughs> I, was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> On the way. So I actually, I actually flew out to Boston and like checked out the school and like, I don't know, like met a bunch of people and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which was like, which was pretty cool. I think it like, I, it was like hard to think about before that. Um, but it was like, I think I needed to experience the, the frigid cold to be able to like shake myself into a, (laughs) into a decision there. So, Mm -hmm. um, ended up like deciding to do it. And then also, uh, it starts in August, but I was like, you know, I don't want to like wait all that time to, um, to, you know, to leave my job, to keep working. Um, I wanted to at least try something else. Um. And so like that, I don't know. I, I like didn't know for a while, like what that would be. I was thinking actually travel most likely, like just like book a bunch of one way tickets and go mm. random places and just kind of like spontaneous figure it out. Um, and then I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll get an internship somewhere. Or maybe I'll like work as a bartender. Um, oh yeah. We talked about that last time too. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I still think I can do it. <laughs> yeah. you, I mean, not that well. Could do it. But then I actually settled on um, probably the most work option out of any of those, which is like starting my own company. <laughs> and like, so, <laughs> grinding. Like I was like, oh yeah, I'm not working hard enough. Like let me quit my job and work even harder. Um, but no, I'm excited. I think it's like, I, it's so far it's like about a, like I'm working on a problem that I, I like feel pretty strongly about. Um, and it's like something I've always wanted to try. So I yeah. think... Like to me, it's like a win-win, like either it like succeeds or I fail and then I like learn stuff along the way. So um, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think right it's a perfect now, venture pretty... to go on before you start business school anyway. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if, kudos to you, man. I don't know if I would have the <laughs> energy to do all that. Start a company I, I think it's like, be, it's like beautiful to be very naive and like not know what you're getting yourself mm. into. Cause like, yeah, I like, that's true. Uh, Everyone I talked to was like, oh, dude, this is like super hard. I'm like, I, 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 like, I know it's super hard, but I don't know like what specifically yet <laughs> yeah. would be that hard. So uh, I like, I might've just like signed myself up for the worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about, you gonna, yeah. yeah. Can you talk about what it is or? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just an idea right now. Like I haven't really started, but the mm-hmm. idea comes from like a problem that I experienced, uh, at planet, like building satellites. I felt like I was like doing all this sort of like high tech work, designing, analyzing, doing like simulations on all these parts. And then I would like turn around, try to get them made. And I'm like having to send emails and like call people on the phone to like coordinate with these like random 30 person, like small business shops that can make the parts, which are like dotted all across the U S you go to their website. They're like 2002 websites. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just like pretty archaic. So, um, the idea is to like sort of change that workflow. Um, and allow like all sorts of hardware engineers to like get parts a lot easier. Hmm. Pretty smart. So is this, would this be like for businesses to get parts or like anybody that's, um, looking for parts, like even if somebody's like a, I guess like a regular consumer, like an individual something. Yeah. Like just an individual. Yeah. It's a good question. I don't know yet. Honestly, that's I don't know fair. yet. Yeah. Um, right now I think individuals like, like why not? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ferran wants a part, like give this yeah. a part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Wait, how much does it cost to like make a salad from like from scratch? Just out of curiosity, I have no idea. Oh, I don't know. There's a huge range. It could be like anywhere from like a million to like hundreds of millions. No, so baseline's like a million though. Like, oh, I would say like absolute cheapest would probably a million. Jeez, that's wild. Your space is fucking expensive, man. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Are you working on this with somebody else, or are you just by yourself? Yeah, I'm working on it with one of my friends from uh, Columbia. Um, she's like a. We took a lot of CS classes together. Mm. Our our like dorm rooms were across the hall from one one another, like freshman mm. year, like literally like doors across the hall. So like we met like first day of school, which is kind of crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Did you have any criteria when you're looking for like a co-founder? Or did you uh, get it? Could be just across the, the wall. Think, like just, if they're across the wall, then like the first person you thought about. <laughs> just has to be the goat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, first person that comes to mind. <laughs> I don't know. Not really. It didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't really have that like strict. Like I think it's just like more like can you work together well? Right vibes. Um, yeah, which like also remains to be seen. We'll see. I mean, we're working live <laughs> together, but you want to you want to consult me? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Actually, yeah, I called you. We could have got the whole band together, bro. We could have got Anshin back. You got Frank. (laughs) Uh, Just more context that uh, Millen and I were were on like a year-long biology project our freshman year of high school. So uh, that that was like, that's probably like my first ever like real project experience. So um, absolute. Yeah, it was super scientific. I'm pretty sure it was like, the experiment was like, if you give plants sunshine like do they grow great times though great times good times good times there was like a science project that i did in uh dude fourth grade maybe something like that and it was basically just i was just trying to understand um like how many water droplets could fit on a quarter mm-hmm. or like different different change no. Um, and I think I probably did some like linear like regression or like fit, what if fit a line y equals mx plus b or something. <laughs> but that was the whole thing. <laughs> that was it. So how, how many? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's more than you would think. Like I, I feel like I remember for a quarter, it was like like uh, like close to a hundred drops. Something damn because really? the surface yeah the surface tension mm. would really just like let the yeah. the water just kind of stick to it and it would kind of be bulbous on top. Um, that's pretty cool. I love yeah. Tarun's hand motions right now. Yes. Everyone else can't see them. <laughs> yeah, no one listening can see them. Describing this. <laughs> very sensual. Kind of yeah. yeah. You know, it has nothing to do with what he's talking about, actually. That's why no one loves him. Just like jerking off the air while I see the surface tension, yeah. It's crazy. It's a freshman year at high school. Because I was like, oh, man, that was a few years ago. Dude, that's like 11, 12 years ago now at this point. Yeah. Yeah, really? So shut the fuck up. Oh my god. <laughs> my eyebrow project uh, was like it was the effect of temperature on the migration rate of like salamanders. What? Yes. Yeah, so Dude, who are you? Salamanders. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, bro, how crazy? Basically, we had like different temperature sensors and migration gates. So like, if we had, we would measure like, oh, like if it's like a little warmer, do we have more salamanders coming through those gates? Like every. Like based on time or whatever. Wait, where where were the gate? Like these? Yeah, where did you get the salamander? <laughs> this guy was traveling, bro. He was no, trying we, to fly. We, like part of this project, we had like took a field trip to some random ass like swamp forest thing and like put stuff in there. <laughs> That's a kind of cool concept. Who came but up with that? The, but the uh, oh. the catch was that 
we like i remember like the teacher like somebody put like these temperature sensors in and like either it rained or the wind or something they, they were just gone like they had no data pretty much so basically our whole project was just looking at historical data from that same place like years ago and then just making a graph on something that already happened so you didn't even have to go no we, have, we, we still have to go like, i think we have to set up other people's projects or like whatever like but set up wait well, are people doing stuff with salamanders too yeah, our, our whole class, our whole like. Okay, so everyone was just made up data for the whole presentation. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They really the teach you, class. you know, the way of science early, <laughs> making up data. Yeah. Wait, yo, actually, I just, I just remember something. I have something worse. This was in college. This is like, oh. this might have been junior year. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I know what you're gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, like, this was like a stats class, and and it was junior year, and. For like a data science junior year stats class, this was like gotta be one of the easiest classes I've ever taken in my life. But basically they had us do like some sort of science experiment thing and they, they wanted us to like be able to predict um like I don't know, certain features or whatever, like of a data set or create our own data set or something like that. Um and so we decided to um basically like test which uh popcorn brands like our best at popping kernels of corn. <laughs> and so for a day, me and my friend uh, just, <laughs> we just got like four different brands or three different brands, like Orville, like, um, I don't even know the other two, bro. And we just popped them in the microwave. And then um, we like, oh, like, let's say like, oh, 100 kernels popped and like 20 didn't. Then like to have like the different um, trials, we would just like bullshit some of the data. And then we just ate two bags of popcorn and then and then submitted the data set. And that was the whole project. Crazy. They do that at Columbia, bro? Would that pass? <laughs> I don't think we were doing science. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of school, um, like you mentioned before, you're starting business school in the fall. Um, you know, Harsha, you know, member of the podcast is currently doing business school. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought I'd give him some, a platform here to uh, just give you a couple of tips on how to survive business school, what to look out for, what to, yeah. Harsha, just take it away, man. Dude, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> it's the only guy we can ask, unfortunately. He's still just alcoholic. Yeah. That's not so true. Yeah, how's your liver? <laughs> still alive still it's in the baby. chicago river man it's it's a still liver yeah <laughs> i don't know i feel like uh the experiences will probably be like pretty different considering you're going in as a full-time student right so you have you're just fully a student so i feel like it's a little more fun but also a little more scary uh either way so i i don't know what i could say um considering i don't know and me you know, but like you're, uh, I don't know. Just have a good time, man. Enjoy I just said, okay. <laughs> I, I can say that. Have a good time. <laughs> Wait, how long, how long hey, do you have program? Two years? How long is the program? Yeah, two years. Uh, two years. Okay. Okay, Harsha, what's, what's one thing um, that you learned about yourself through, like, by going through business school? First, I think one thing generally is that I, um, I think it's nice being a student again, regardless of like the work and whatnot. I think it's nice to meet people in that environment because I think outside of that, it's kind of hard. Uh, and I think 
I learned about myself that I'm, I can be good at that, like meeting new people. Cause I haven't had to do it since really since I moved to Virginia. Like I've always known people that know people and I'm like never had to make friends really. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you go so, in not knowing anyone? Yeah. I didn't know anybody. Damn. I didn't know anybody in Chicago. Yeah. Damn. The same case you're emailing, or do you know people coming into your class, or just people in Boston in general? I know, I know very few people. I've like started to meet some people who are like also going, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, no like friends. What do you What are you most looking forward to in your business school? Knowing like what, but I know like you said like you visiting there like made you realize that you could like at least tough out the weather, which I don't. Hopefully, that's not like the biggest <laughs> selling point. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, yeah. like what? Uh, what's like what made you like really re- like consider dropping your job and like going to business school? I don't know. I feel like I've like, um, I actually went back and forth a lot on this decision. Um, it's a pretty big one. Like, I don't think it was that clear cut for me. Yeah. Like, even up until the end. Um, but I think like what, what like put me over the edge was like, I look back at like my life and like all the periods of growth. I feel like are like every time I like started to get comfortable somewhere and then like threw myself into like a new place and like a new environment. So I look back like, co- like going to college was like a huge, like, moment of growth i'm sure for everyone yeah um, but like being in a new city like tons of new people um same thing like similarly like coming out to sf like making a ton of new friends and like doing something new so it's i feel like i don't know just, and Boeing, but yeah. yeah i did on, on purpose <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i i think i what's the opposite of growth like i, I <laughs> decline that was not a good that was not a good time but um <laughs> Yeah, other than that, uh, coming to SF was also like yeah. a lot of growth. So I feel like, yeah, I've been here three years at least, maybe more. It's pretty long, yeah. Um, so, and, I'm, and I feel like very, very comfortable. So I think it's like time to change it up, I would say. Nice. So yeah, I'm excited for, for the change and the growth. If your school doesn't have a Thursday night drinking club, you should make a club for that and... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> be the founder of that Thursday course. night. <laughs> Bro, that's actually, what about Wednesday night? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Melon's a Wednesday night kind of guy. Bro, you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. This guy, I don't know if we talked about it the last time on the podcast, but this dude, Millen, would literally invite me to Wednesday night, like Ragers in Columbia, like on like like on a Sunday of the day, like the week of. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to get to New York in three days, <laughs> especially for a Wednesday here. party? <laughs> But if the reason Wednesdays were the night, those went hard. Yeah, they, yeah, they were because only seniors could come. So it right, was, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. It was legendary. I feel like Wednesdays might be the only night where like no one really drank. It. I mean, people probably did drink at Tech, but like usually there are like events on every other night. Yeah, Wednesday, yeah. weird man. That's that's a crazy. You want to try to get to the end of the week, and you've already you like, fucked it over on by Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> is is there one thing that you're not looking forward to or a little worried about starting school? Um, I, I think I'm like, uh, not looking forward to like leaving all the friends and like the, mm-hmm. the good things that I like about, mm-hmm. um, SF. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's like, that's like pretty unfortunate. Um, so like have to sort of start over and like find your people again. Cause that always takes time. And like, this is like sort of a short program. So, mm-hmm. um, we'll see like how quickly I can like, yeah, find like people who are like, I don't know, real. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty impressive that most of like your SF like core friend group has like stayed in the area for the most part, it seems like. I feel like yeah, pretty much. People like head out after like two years. Yeah, SF we've had like, like a couple people. Yeah. We've had a couple people leave, but uh, for the most part, most people are here. It's pretty good. I feel like when you're like ha- having 
I mean, I say just moved to New York, even though it's almost been a year, but having been in this like time period where I'm just constantly meeting new people, I think in a way I've like learned even just from like the first moments of meeting somebody, like what I know are like characteristics or like vibes that I can like actually feel and see that, you know, Hey, this friendship could go like a long, long ways as opposed to like, Oh, this is just like an ephemeral one. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I feel like as you meet more people, you'll kind of like train that instinct in you and, um, you know, you'll probably just end up hanging around the people that you probably most enjoy your time with. Right. Anyway. So it's probably just like a, um, growing pains when you first get there. But, um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, why did we like, have that instinct when we first met? Like, we didn't talk for a long time after that. What what happened? What changed over like the five years after we first met? Shut up, man. Nothing's <laughs> 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 changed. Nothing's changed. <laughs> um, I think another thing, just one last thing about starting school and everything. I think for me, I was worried about or I guess I was affected by just how overwhelming it was just like trying to do everything. Cause I guess, especially for you, it's like a short amount of time. And like for the summer people go like whatever, do internship or something. So I don't know, just picking, picking stuff. And I think what I just picked was, I just ended up not picking anything. So, uh, but you know, hope you find something you like there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I definitely heard that, that it's like, in business school, there's like at any given moment, there's like six things that you could choose from, like six places you could be, like six mm. groups or whatever. Um, I don't know. I made up a number, but like there's just, there's just like a lot of choice, yeah, a lot of choices you have to make. And just very briefly, um, you know, since you're like going to Boston, like back on the East Coast, like are you excited to be back on the East Coast for two years? You know, given that you've been like a West Coast boy for the last three years or so, for the most part. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I was ready to come back. <laughs> Just, yeah, I feel like I would come back at some point, but I, I don't know. I still like it out here. Yeah. Um, like getting to do all the stuff that, that comes with being out here, like going, like going, like going to Tahoe and stuff for skiing or just mm-hmm. like, I don't know, going around California and like nature and stuff. Um, you go to but I don't know. We'll see. It, it would be nice to be closer to, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it will be nice to be closer to, to New York and to home. So that's, yeah. that is good. I guess you got to knock off Chicago, Chicago after school's over. That's the only like region of America. You, you oh, is Chicago a region? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chicago. <laughs> East Coast, <laughs> Chicago, and West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you've been to LA, SF, New York, Boston. I mean, like, we hit Chicago, I think. Texas. Like, you've hit. That's true. I'm yeah, like, what? Texas, like, yeah, I, got, uh, I got the Infinity Zones or what? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <serious>. <laughs> You're inevitable, bro. <laughs> um yeah so you have like what six seven months before you leave sf like what are the things that you want to do in the area before you leave like, are there, is, there, is there a list that you're kind of building in your head or, like things you want to accomplish or, like or just like do in the city before you leave um that's a good question honestly not not that Probably much we're, i think we're gonna do everything i mean we've yeah i've done a lot <laughs> i definitely just like i want to go like skiing as much as i can um like while well, i have access to tahoe and like uh, I don't know. We're talking about How like do you, doing. Do you, do you drive or do you? Yeah, yeah. Typically drive. Oh, no. Yeah, I have this like uh, this like small group of friends that like are like we call each other like the I don't know like danger boys or something like that. Like, we're like a danger group because like every time we get together, we just like Some get into goes. some trouble. 
Oh God. <laughs> like the first time in Mexico city, we, we got like stranded out, like in the pyramids in the middle of the night. Uh, and like, <laughs> yeah, there's all like a whole crazy story there, but like, tell uh, it. <laughs> this is the place to tell us. It's pretty like, long. It's pretty long, but okay. But uh, no, okay, yeah, so go, this go group, like, yeah. this was this was a couple of years ago now. But like, oh, sure. um, this group uh, normally wakes up like super late, right? Like we're just like not early morning people, and everyone else who's going to these pyramids, which are like I don't know, an hour, hour and a half outside the city, uh, goes like pretty early. Like some people go for sunrise. Like some people go in the morning and stuff. And we were like, yeah. ah, you know what? Like, we probably <laughs> left the city at like one thirty, maybe two. <laughs> Get there around four. Like, we kind of stroll around, um, and then we like, yeah, we're like looking at the pyramids and stuff. We have this insane uh, tour guide because like we started looking, and there's like we have no idea what we're looking at. And we're like, okay, mm. like maybe we should like figure out like what's going on. Then we like, okay, find a, a, a tour guide that speaks English, which is like the one guy out of twenty. Um, and this guy's insane. But you know one Spanish, my, though. Yeah, but no one else did. No one else did. <laughs> no, so we wanted an English one. This guy's insane. Like he's he, one of my friends is like six five. He just like I think every three minutes he points at him and is like, "Oh, Aztec warrior, Aztec warrior." To this guy. <laughs> and at another point on the tour, he like breaks off a piece off a cactus, like opens it up, and is like, "Eat this." And we're like, what, what the, the hell is going on? <laughs> uh, then he, he, he was like, no, no, wait, wait, it's clean. It's clean. So he grabs a leaf and then he dusts the, the cactus with the leaf. And he's like, it's clean now. Uh, so this guy was just crazy. So that like buried an hour and a half probably. Uh, and we learned nothing in that whole tour. Then we then we were like, okay, we're kind of hungry. So we, like, we do like a quick Google, Google Maps search. Like, is there anything around? Uh, turns out there's like almost nothing around except for this one insane restaurant, which is in a cave, like in a cave. Damn. Like, so we go and we walk out of the pyramid area, like 15 minutes and we see this, like, it's probably the most insane restaurant I've ever seen, but it's actually just like in a cave. It's like lit up by candles. It's like pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, wow, okay, we got to eat here. But of course we didn't have a reservation because like, we're not, <laughs> so like, we put our name down. We're like waiting for another hour. Um, and then we like finally get a table and then we walk and like the restaurant was like awesome. And then we walk out of the restaurant and it's like fully dark and we're like, Oh shit. Like, <laughs> like everyone else who's here, like drove here or like has a driver or something where we have nothing. <laughs> so we, like, we just like start walking all the way back to the, to the start of the park. Uh, like trying Wait, to get at this taxi. point was anyone freaking out in the group or everyone like just laid back chill. Yeah, I would say um, uh, we had like a, a ranking and we, we like openly discussed who's freaking out the most. Uh, my friend Alaz was definitely freaking out the most. He keep, he keeps just like trying to reassure himself uh, by saying like, worst case, I'm chilling. It was like his line. Yeah, worst case, I'm chilling. Alaz was the Aztec yeah, warrior. Yeah. Like and he was worried. Oh, no. Yeah, I like worried, him. Yeah. Worst case, I'm chilling. Yo, put that on his shirt. Worst man. case. That's fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we go out to like, we took a bus there and then we we're like waiting at this bus stop and then like there's no buses. And then we like asked this police officer, like, are there any buses? And he's like, no, like there's no buses. Like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> like, um, so then we like start walking through a town and like we're like getting looks like people are coming out of their houses looking at us like, what are these like five Americans doing in this town in the middle of the night? Um, and by this point, it's like probably nine or something like that. And then we're like waiting at this other bus stop that people directed us to. And we're talking to this like, uh, this like just me- random Mexican teenager 
who like kind of speaks English, kind of speaks Spanish. And we're just like chatting him up for like an hour and a half. Um, an hour and a half. We're waiting for this bus. And he's like, yeah, no, no, no it's coming. It's coming. Um, uh, then at some point, like we're talking to him and he gets a call and he's like, this is right before, right before this, he just told us about his girlfriend and stuff. He's like, I want to propose like all this sort of stuff. He gets a call oh, no. and it's like, Oh, it's my girlfriend. Like, let me go take this. Um, and then like, it's like a two minute call, but like we can see that his body language is like really off. And then he comes back to us after the call and he's like, guys, my girlfriend is cheating on me right now. She just called me. She's like with another guy. And we were like, what the fuck? We were like so invested in this guy. Like we know his whole life story. We know about her. That's so funny. He came back and told you guys. Oh my God, poor guy. Yeah, he was like, he was like, she's cheating right now. And we're like, dude, yeah, you don't need her. Like, you can find something else. Like, and then in the middle of this, like 10 minutes later, she calls back and she's like, ah, no, I was just bored. Like, can you call home? What? what? Yo. But hey, she yo, didn't actually cheat. Red ass. Yeah, yeah. That's a red ass flag, yeah, I bro. Know. <laughs> it was crazy. So at the end of this, then we're like, still no plus. So <laughs> this like. What time is it now? Like 11? <laughs> yeah, it's like probably 10.30. Holy shit. This super sus like van comes up. It's literally like a white van. And they open up the door. <laughs> And it's like the seating in the back is like a circle. So there's like <laughs> magically there's like five spots in this seating. <laughs> oh, no, but it's like in between other like Mexican people. Wait, so did so you like, guys you guys ate the cactus or this <laughs> 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 is all just a fucking yeah, yeah, bro, what reservations for a cave restaurant? Yeah. yeah. All... <laughs> it sounded pretty crazy, huh? Um anyway, this this guy, like by this point we trusted this guy. So he's like, yeah, yeah, get in this one. We'll go to the bigger town. There'll be buses there. Um, we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, yeah, let's do it. So then we get in and like, there's this like super surreal moment of like, cause the, the seating is like a circle where like, we're just kind of like looking around like left and right to each other. Like, how the fuck are we, are in we this <laughs> <laughs> two hours outside the city in like a white van a white with van. a random like assortment of Mexican people? Um, and then, like, finally, in the other town, we, like, find a, a taxi. And we have, like, five people, but we, like, squeeze it into four seats. And we're like, you know, mm. just fuck it. Please, just fucking take us. So, um, yeah, finally, we, we like, made it home at, like, 1 a.m. Oh, oh my God. That is crazy. That Danger crazy. boys, man. Danger boys. This yeah. kind of reminds me of your Puerto Rico story, Harsha. Or not Puerto Rico. What is it? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. St. Thomas. Mm. That's true. So have you guys started waking uh, earlier since then? Or yeah, what did you learn from this? What did you learn from this? Yeah, yeah we, we learned that we like danger. <laughs> so <laughs> like a few months ago, we, we were like, man, we haven't done anything dangerous in a while. There's like also another story of the same group, like on a kayaking, uh, like, like, like rafting mm -hmm. trip where we also got stranded and the same thing happened that we like woke up late. On the water? What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, like, like on moving water? <laughs> okay, should I? Am I telling yeah, this yeah, one? Yeah, you gotta tell. Yeah, love stories. Okay, okay, okay. So, my boy Jordan one morning calls up, calls us up. He's like, "Yo, like, there's this like river, like an hour or two north of SF. Like, it's kind of like a lazy river. Like, we'll go like rent some rafts and then we'll like get some beers and we'll, like raft down. And it's like a, a nice sunny day. Like, it'll be great. Um, mm -hmm. Again, this is at like twelve probably, <laughs> and like by the time we get there. It's like three or four o'clock. We get there and then we like go to the rental place. Yeah. We go to the rental place and they're like, "We stop renting at eleven a.m." <laughs> <laughs> that was the first clue that we shouldn't have been there. 
So we're like, but then oh, we're like you know what? That's not going to stop us. So we, we go over to a grocery store. We buy rafts. And we're like trying to inflate them with this like hose of air. But it's like obviously it's not enough air. Um, so then we end up like blowing into the rafts. To oh. <laughs> big rafts. They can like, they can, like hold people. <laughs> this yeah, guy, this guy built we... satellites, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still not deterred. So then we like uh, we we finally got in the water, and then we realized that the water is so low, and there's like no current at all. So we're like, "Fuck!" We parked our car like all the way at the other end, like miles down, and we were like planning to float down there. Um, <laughs> but like here we are like miles away like on rafts and we're not even moving like the current was moving so little that we actually started going the wrong way we were like oh like, we don't even know like i think it's going that way like, the it's the laziest river of any river <laughs> yeah. is that even classified as a river then <laughs> i guess it's still yeah honestly it doesn't rain enough here i think yeah. <laughs> we start like breaking off like branches from trees and like using them as like leverage on the oh. bottom of the, <laughs> the river to try to push off. Um, at one point we tie all the rafts together and then have people like, you know, that scene from the Incredibles where Dash, the little kid is like using his, like his like speed legs to yeah, like, yeah, pedal yeah, the yeah. boat. Mm-hmm. We tried that with my roommate, with Alan, <laughs> that didn't work either. Like not, nothing happens. And then soon it, it gets like pretty dark. Mm-hmm. Like Wait, were drinks have already been consumed at this point, or were you guys so? Yeah, we were drinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're like, okay, like let's just try to get out of the water, and then we'll walk. Like that's going that'll that'll be quicker than like you know going down the river that's sure, not moving. Sure, sure. Um, so we 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 like take our rafts and like we start to exit, and then we are like greeted by this like like old white dude in a wife beater, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And we're like, oh, bro, like, <laughs> what we don't know. We're just trying to get back to the road. And he's like, get the fuck off my property. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit. Okay, so we just like went straight back in the water. We were like, <laughs> okay, I guess we're going on the water. <laughs> so we were like, yeah, we really didn't want to mess with anybody else around there. Um, and then finally, we, we like drift down. Do you like think he was capping or is he actually legit? Bro, Dude, I, he no, seemed pretty legit, serious. Yeah. Like, yeah. It felt like he was going to go get a gun or something. Yeah. Oh, he was wearing a wife yeah. beater, bro. He was wearing he's a, a wife beater. He's a wife beater and a people shooter, bro. Come on. <laughs> Put that on the shirt. Put that on the shirt. But yeah, then we like, we get back on the water. It takes like maybe another 30, 40 minutes. Um, and then we get down to the exit and there's a park ranger waiting there. And we're like, oh, dude, like, dope. Like, that's like, dude, we had the craziest experience. He's like, oh, I know. Like, I saw your car. Like, there's only one car left in the parking lot. <laughs> I, guess you guys, I was like, I was like wondering where you guys were. Um, and then we were like, oh, can you like give us a, a ride to the parking lot? Because it was still like probably a 20 minute walk. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. And we were like, okay, <laughs> sick. This is this has been a great experience. <laughs> well, I wonder where you are, and I actually don't give a shit. Wait, <laughs> so is this all Jordan's fault then, or what? Are you, what, what was it? What was contestants? Yeah, let's blame Jordan. Why not? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess like during these these situations, you guys get into like, do you guys like take a communal blame, or is like do you guys usually like find someone in the group to like shit on for? We, we normally like try to pick the person who's like the most scared 
and then like say shit to get them even more scared, even more scared. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so like the the worst case, I'm chilling guy. We we'd be like, yeah, dude, we're totally fine. Like unless our phones die. Or like yeah, we just like start saying shit. Like that. <laughs> That's so toxic. I like that though. You do chilling. that. You definitely do that, Haran. Yeah, Haran, you do that. Turn, you also do that. Yeah, you guys are fucking. No, I need so we're going on a, a trip to Europe, like the four of us are going on a trip to Europe in, in May. So I'm trying to come up with good fun games to play. Uh, to just wake up late and yeah. see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, cool. Uh, I'm down for that actually. <laughs> yeah, as harsh as that's harsh as that mode, bro. That's the problem is that we'd all totally be down with just an uneventful day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so kayaking's done. You said there was something else that, like the kayak. Yeah, so now now we're like we're like trying to figure out what else to do that's dangerous. <laughs> Um, so like we tried to go camping bungee jump off the golden gate bridge actually these are great ideas we we tried (laughs) to go camping even though the four of us had never been camping before we were like this would be a good idea like well like no one's allowed to do any research no one again we woke up late (laughs) what the (laughs) fuck (laughs) how do you wake up like late for an event that involves going to bed (laughs) <laughs> dude this is like thrill seeking in like the weirdest way you know what i mean like the thrill of not knowing what the fuck could happen dude this on this one we we were like so open to danger that like so we rented a car from the airport um and then before we like we were like gonna drive back up to like a place to rent camping gear but then like we kind of looked at each other and we were like wait we're at the airport so then we drove from the car rental place to the terminal and then we parked and then two of us went in and would just like ask the United people, like, what's your cheapest flight? Like, where can we go right now? <laughs> so we were just trying to pick danger. Um, but unfortunately, they were like not having it. They were like, dude, just look online. Like, we don't even sell tickets. <laughs> what is it? What is it? 1970? Yeah, there was no fun. That. That's weird that they wouldn't tell you. I feel like they had, definitely have all that information. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. There were no fun. But yeah, we didn't like, we obviously didn't look anything up. Mm. We like, <laughs> Got to the campsite and it was like pretty, it was like getting dark. And we're like, okay, no YouTube. Like none of us have ever set up a, a tent. We just got to figure it out. <laughs> and we did. That's hot, man. Oh, nice. I feel like that's actually a really fun way to do something new. Like to just go in, like you said before, like almost like naive, like just not knowing anything. Yeah, I don't think I could yeah. do that. Props to you. I would, I would definitely be panicking from the get-go. <laughs> Yeah, Ron, I, I have just the trip for you. Come <laughs> Yeah, I think I'll come up with that, bro. I don't know if I want to anymore, bro. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want the danger boys. Our our next danger. Uh, stop yeah, you raft like, to, raft to Haran's house. Raft out Pacific Ocean. Say hi to the sharks along the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> our our next trip that we're trying to plan is. Uh, like a, a one night in Vegas. So like we, we would like take a flight from like at like 6 PM or something mm-hmm. from SF to Vegas with no, <laughs> no, no bags, <laughs> nothing. Like, yeah, 6 AM is ridiculous. It's too early. Yeah. No, 6 PM, 6 PM. Yeah. 6 yeah. PM. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's saying yeah. 6 AM. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we can sleep. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Slow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then like, obviously come like no plan for Vegas. Mm-hmm. see what happens and then just like be out all night and then take a flight back at like i don't know 7 a.m or something yeah wait i'll do it yeah, don't even book a yeah, hotel. Come through. yeah 
No, I'll actually yeah, no do hotel, it. I mean, no hotel. Yeah, no hotel. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, I'm fucking it. down. I want to go to Vegas. I think it would be the best yeah, way to yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> One night on. You should totally do it, bro. You should totally What I wanted to do was like, like give us like, I don't know, like not book a return flight, but like have a pot of like 500 bucks and then go to the casino <laughs> and see if we could still make it home. <laughs> but so, so far, I'm being shot down. Wait, but what happens, what happens if you like... If you just run out, then then what? Then you just danger. Danger. Dangerous territory. He's convincing me. Sounds colorful. Yeah, I've been trying to. I've been trying to do a Vegas trip, but I just don't know who who to go with. No, Ron. This sounds. If you this sounds really reasonable. Just the for you. <laughs> if, if, if you want like a danger boys to the extreme, uh, sell all of your valuables and go and make turn it all into cash and then go to Vegas. And then you have to play games for like at least three hours, and then <laughs> oh god, <laughs> yeah, pawn all your stuff, pawn all your stuff, take the money, go to Vegas, try to double it, and then buy all your shit back. <laughs> <laughs> Record one of those videos where it's like, uh, would you like to take it or, or double it to give it to the next person? Or double it, yeah. <laughs> and if they take it, you're so fucked. No, no. Worst case, he's chilling, bro. It's fine. <laughs> do or we go during f1 race weekend and then we just steal one of the f1 cars and drive back <laughs> yeah dude there's an open seat now there's a pretty top seat right now <laughs> for context uh lewis hamilton just went from mercedes to ferrari and we don't know who's in the mercedes which spot. is crazy yeah yeah i didn't Insane. i mean I, I think i heard like rumors that some big change was gonna happen but i did not expect to see that this morning yeah, but it doesn't matter because next season is still going to be ass. But maybe the season after, though, mm-hmm. hopefully, when changes are made, things will get a little more competitive. But who's your team, Millen again? McLaren. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe McLaren. Just whoever Daniel Ricardo is with. I think you kind of look like Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, I know. I get that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Millen got the beard now, dude. You kind of look more like you look like a more Mexican version of him, though. I would say. <laughs> I will say in in Mexico, like. Just people were coming up to me yeah. full Spanish. Like, yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> Can, do you know Spanish? Yeah, un poquito. Más o menos. Más o menos. Por supuesto. What's the longest sentence you can say in Spanish? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I can just like do like taco orders at this point. Like, <laughs> 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 Dos de al pastor. <laughs> de carnitas. De chorizo. Like, <laughs> this guy should sing food. Yeah. <laughs> food in numbers. That is what four yeah, years of Spanish education like, is like, like, estoy, uh, estoy pastor. pastor. Estoy pastor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but true, what's the longest sentence you can say in English? I feel like that's a pretty bad way of judging <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> pastor. That was a good one. Good one. Thank good you, one. I know you've been sharing a lot of stories, but I'm going to get you to share one more because uh, you mentioned that you did jury duty today. Or oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is, <laughs> I'm still, this is very fresh because I'm still very frustrated about this. this happened today. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, okay. So, some context here. So, I watched the jury duty show. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. It's like, I think it's on Prime. Um, it's about oh, this. Judge Judy? Oh, no. <laughs> it's called Jury Duty. It's called Jury Duty. Jury <laughs> Judy? It's about this guy who's like... Um, everyone on the show is an actor except for this one guy. Mm. And they set up this like whole elaborate trial. It's like many weeks long. 
Um, and it goes through like jury selection and like the trial stuff and they do like field trips and they like sequester the jury in a hotel mm-hmm. and everything. And it was like a hilarious show. I honestly, I think everyone should watch it. It's a really good show. It, but I, honestly, I it got it me like a lot of awards. Yeah. Shit. Like hella recognized. Yeah. Wait, yeah. what's the premise? Like what are they trying to like do to him? So everyone's an actor except for one guy. Yeah. So they're just trying to see like what crazy shit they can throw at this one guy and like him still not realize that this is like fake all set up dude i feel so like they do they that, just, i don't want to spoil it up? but they do some insane stuff oh it does sound pretty fucked up yeah it's, like yeah but i, I kind of like that bro dangerous life honestly it's a little fucked up <laughs> I, I think at the end they gave him like a hundred grand or something yeah, just dude. so that okay yeah, god he's got oh, like you need yeah. to give him something yeah you need to, you need to. Yeah. for the psychological yeah, yeah, yeah. torment <laughs> bro he's like if like this guy's gonna be like he's well known probably it was people to watch in the show <laughs> yeah like, is it crazy in the sense that it's crazy or crazy like it's like just funny it's um it's a bit of both yeah it's like they definitely do a lot of funny shit yeah um but it's also yeah it's just like it's crazy that he doesn't realize too Mm. Uh, and they pick such a good guy like he's like such a good-natured like optimistic guy Mm. oh so they started filming season two today with you was that was that what they did yes actually yeah (laughs) oh crazy (laughs) honestly that's what it felt like so i I got like the jury i got the jury summons in the mail a couple weeks ago and i was like oh okay like Normally, I would be like, I don't want this. Uh, but then I was like, I'm like unemployed now. So I have like time or so I thought. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, I watched the show. Like this could be actually kind of interesting. Um, but today was day one and it was it was quite possibly the biggest waste of 100 people's time <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so they call 100 people to this room. Yeah. And we're all just like chilling there. Like pretty silent like i was like on my laptop and stuff just like fucking around and like people are just doing random stuff one guy has this like elaborate feast of like six different tupperwares of like food <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and he's like being so loud <laughs> um uh then they like they like play a video and like tell us like what's going on and they call a bunch of names and like they do it alphabetically so like my like last name's a mm-hmm. so like i was like pretty early and i was like oh fuck like i'm one of like the, the few people that they chose Turns out they just called everyone's name and they were like, go to this other room. And like, so then all a hundred people go to this other room. They take roll call again, going through everyone's fucking name, just in case, I don't know, someone like walked out. Anyone ever got lost on the way? Yeah. <laughs> the last 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, then we have to like wait like another hour in this room. Finally, the judge walks in. And he's like, yeah, I'm just like super respectful of your guys' time. Like I, I know this is like a big inconvenience and stuff like that. Um, but then he's basically like, yeah, so I, I'm going to need all 100 of you to come back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. And we're like, what, what the fuck? Like what? You just had us come here for the last five hours for that? That's the, that's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. Wait, um, 9 a.m.? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought you I got 9-5 again, bro. We got 9-5 again, bro. Let's go. You're back <laughs> in <laughs> prison. That's wild. Bro. Your friends at your previous company are probably like, yo, man, I wonder what Melon's up to. They see this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm an extra for every fucking trial in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, like, what, do you know what the trial is, like, about, or... Anything? No, they didn't. They didn't say. Yeah, I don't think they didn't say it yet. Say, yeah. But I know it's like someone suing the city. Mm-hmm. So they should be great. Yeah, that, that could be entertaining. <laughs> sure yeah, it better be entertaining. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, what if it's like Steph Curry? 
The point you could bring the danger boards to the trial, y'all can yeah, fuck shit up, bro. I'm, I'm <laughs> honestly thinking about like applying my danger skill set here of waking up late and showing up not at 9 a.m. What are they gonna do? Fuck up the roll call. They're gonna like, yeah. imagine the roll call didn't really work, but they're gonna be like, "Holy Wait, shit, yo, what do they do?" Like, I mean, clearly there's system go, alarms go off. <clears throat> alarms go off. They they actually said like everyone needs to be on time because we can't start till everyone's there. Wait, so like, are you gonna go? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna uh, go. <laughs> what a good guy! What a good guy! It is kind of. I know. I know. That is really super. Early. Early. Is it far from you? It's like a uh, ten minute bike. It's not. Oh, that bad. Not fifteen bad. maybe. Have you been in your bike ex- death uh, near death experience on the bike recently, or has it been pretty chilling? No, I've been pretty good. I happen to be a you know just a, a top point one percent rider in San Francisco. Oh, but uh, you know that's damn. They have know, just, how about the bike wrapped? though? They have city bike wrapped. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> city bike wrapped. Yeah, honestly, they do something like that, which is like, oh, you visited these stations and like did this many miles. That's crazy. Wait, how many miles did you do last year? Yeah. So all all time, I've done. This is like more than just last year. I've done a thousand one hundred miles. Holy shit! I've never done that in my life. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you bike literally everywhere? Like, if you're going out, going to the office, going to get groceries, like anything? Yeah, I, I used to commute with the bikes too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I bike everywhere I can. Mm-hmm. But there's like a lot of hills, so there's like a lot of places you yeah. can bike. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was just Canal that had a near death experience with the bike. You're only in the Fit City for like a couple of days, so I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that like a car door almost like hit him. Like a car, I was oh, opening the car door right when he was coming down. Like he like goes very close. It just oh, hit me. Shit. Yeah, you got hit too on the bike when you were at Stanford. Yeah, I did, but I was in I was in SF. That's why I was thinking the city. Yeah, mine was pretty bad too. I can tell maybe one more story about like how I think I'm maybe the worst Airbnb guest of all time. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so random. Like I don't know if there's if there's like the 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 top guest and the worst guest. I might be for what what happened in Mexico City. I might be one of the worst. Um, what did you do, man? So we like we get to the Airbnb and it's like kind of an old school Airbnb. It's just like some, an apartment, so it's like not like one of those fancy ones we can just like check in with a code or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we actually like meet someone and they like gave us this code or sorry gave us the keys. And everything was in Spanish. And they were like, oh, okay, like use this. There's four different keys. Use this one for the outside gate. Oh. Use this one for the inside. Use this one for like the other one. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I got it. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll just like figure it out. Like, honestly, there's four keys. I'm not like, I can't understand what's going on at well enough. <laughs> um, so then we're like, we like that night, we like make it up to the, uh, um, to the Airbnb. Everything's fine. Then, like, that day, we, like, we forget the keys in the apartment. Oh. So then we have to, like, measure, <laughs> message the Airbnb host, like, do all this, like, stuff to get back inside. Um, not even six hours later, we, like, at night, we're, like, coming back in with the keys. I, like, go to put in the key. It's the wrong key, but I, like, just turn it. It snaps. It snaps and half <laughs> in the door. <laughs> so I was just, like, oh, And this is, like, the front door. So like no one can get in or out of the apartment <laughs> because it's like it's like jammed in there, so like the door can't open. Um, so we're like having to message the Airbnb host, like look for locksmiths. It's like eleven o'clock at night, and I'm like having to like coordinate with a locksmith in the middle of the night. And I think this like Airbnb host just like hated us. She's like, "How hard could this be? Like just use the keys." It was horrible. We I had a similar experience to that when I was at um 
at um in Palo Alto before my graduation. Um, like when my parents came, my aunt came. Like we got like an Airbnb, like outside. Um, I'll get to those. I went to that one, right? Huh? Yeah, you came to that one. This is the night before. Um, and uh, my friend Ankit was there. Um, <laughs> and he came over because he was like he was out at uh, he was out for like a Facebook thing. But then like he just they put him in a hotel, so they, we just like, told him to come over for dinner. So he came over. We're sitting outside like in the backyard of the Airbnb, like eating dinner. And I think we were wrapping up, and my and I think it was my sister. Someone was like, so basically, we realized at the back door, like if it if if it closes from the inside, we can't open it from the outside. So we like we we had all the times we had the door open. But I think I forgot it was my sister, my mom. Like she was pretty much leaving. Like I, I think she was bringing something inside and just coming back out. And she closed the door. And like while she's closing the door, my aunt like screamed like no. And then like she closed yeah. it. Oh and then the other thing is that we couldn't like, get from the, the, couldn't from the inside. I think the key, was, yeah, <laughs> and we couldn't get from the inside or from the um from the front door because the key was like inside or something like that. So we're pretty much locked out. Um and <laughs> and also we our car keys were inside, so we couldn't even like go give oh. like Anka to ride home. Um, so he was like, I mean, he could call it Uber. I think he actually did end up calling an Uber or something because we couldn't give him a ride. <laughs> but he, just, he was just there and we, I just felt so bad. We were literally like waiting for like an hour because the Airbnb person wasn't like responding. So we were just like quote unquote stranded in the backyard and like not be able to get inside the house. Um, yeah, it was just, just a bad experience. I think eventually they came. Damn, and got in. Yeah. But like, I just felt bad. I was like, I have to apologize like every five minutes. Anka's like, no, don't worry about it, man. It's okay. Yeah, I couldn't actually tell. This is the most exciting thing I did all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he did say that actually. <laughs> I think all keys should be eradicated from the world, like what? physical, physical keys. Yeah. And yeah. then how do you oh, like physical? Like, like it should be code. It should be like tap to tap to open the door. You know, scan, so scan like QR code. It. It should be scan QR code. It's not easy to hack. I mean, for a pin number is. I mean, like it's, like you can also just RNG that. Like that. I mean, you should add it. You add it to your Apple Wallet, you know. Yeah. It's a key. Yeah. If you add yeah, your but... credit cards there, you know, it's the same thing. Like, it's like that kind of sucks too if those get hacked. So whatever. <laughs> add your keys on there. A crime would go down. Like break-ins would go down. I think. That sounds like a study we need to do. It would still be a. That lock, sounds like a ninth. That sounds like it. a ninth grade IBET kind no of. No lock. All all digital. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm just, wait, if wait, the whole thing exists in Northern Virginia, I'm going to make a hot How many game. salamanders would fire? <laughs> How many salamanders <laughs> could get through the fucking physical door? <laughs> <laughs> the <code> door. <laughs> no, no, no. But only, we're, we're only going to have sensors that don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've had any like poor Airbnb experiences for the most part. Trying to think. Wait till we wait till we go to Europe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just cursing we'll the next one. ever we'll Airbnb experience I have. That's big. Where are you guys going in Europe? Uh, we're planning on doing uh, Zagreb in Croatia, and then go to uh, Milan for a couple of days, Ooh. and then end our trip in Nice in France. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> South yeah. of France with the boys. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, exactly. Good. Have you been? I've been actually did a very similar trip. Uh, one of my spring breaks, I had a friend like studying abroad in Milan, so we like, went went and visited him, and then we went to Nice too, and then we went to Barcelona. Yeah, um, that's all awesome in one combo. week, which yeah, was like crazy. horrible, mm. way too much. We're doing it. In yeah, days, we're pretty much doing so. it. Like, yeah, not <laughs> no. that much different. Yeah, but <laughs> we're a little more spread out. Yeah. <laughs>
What was the standout of those three cities in your in your opinion? I think Nice. Nice is like it's like beautiful down there. Mm-hmm. Um especially what what month are you guys going? May. We're trying like, to go in May. In June. Oh yeah, that'll be perfect. May, June, yeah. yeah, that'll be perfect. Um I'm trying to convince them like, to rent out a sports car and then drive to Monaco for a little bit. Yeah, true. Like the the Grand Prix is in May, I think like uh Canada. Yeah, it's gonna happen like a week May, or two so. before we get there. Oh, okay, okay. But we can still go check it out. Actually, that's probably a good thing to like. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to go on the race weekend. I feel like yeah, yeah, really yeah. crowded. I'm down to get a yeah. car, bro. Let's do it, please. That'd be so fun. That'd be so fun. I feel like we're rich, driving by the yachts. We are rich, bro. We are in our own way. So we're not <laughs> <laughs> in our hearts. So on the same page. <laughs> Everyone's rich, rich in their own way. <laughs> Oh, you want to talk about Libby Rodrigo? Is there anything you want to mention? <laughs> Give her <No>. a shout. <laughs> Wait, what is this about? Yeah, I do have tickets. About? I do have tickets for the. For how the much? How much did you pay for this one? You didn't tell me the last one. So you told me this one. one we got. Um, this one we got like face value. Because like now I'm on all the wait lists and shit. So. Oh. <laughs> Wait, I don't, are I don't you remember all Libby Rodrigo like, stand or something. What, what's going on? Yeah, I'm a pretty big fan. I would say. <laughs> no, why you say it like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This guy, this guy's a fucking fan. He's a big fan, bro. Number number one, Spotify number one, or maybe number two. I think. Drake Damn. Is wait. What do you? What do you like? What, what other what? kind of music do you listen to? Like, is this? Is this yeah, fall? Is this similar? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Drake, Drake, like Olivia Rodrigo, Dom Fike, maybe. Hmm. I had the Strokes in there. Last it's year. a great band. Outside. Great band. Yeah. Do you see him outside lens? Yo, you didn't go that year, right? I didn't go. I've actually never been. Did you go to? The, oh, will you be able to go before school starts? I don't know. That's true. Maybe, maybe. I mean, that's one thing you could do, I guess, in the city that you haven't done. Yeah, true. What's your favorite Olivia Rodrigo song? I don't know. Maybe uh, I don't know. Those, they're all so good. Happier, maybe. Happier is pretty good. Okay. Good for you. It's pretty classic. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I have a video of, of Millen Belting. Driver's license. You at, at, driver's license. I have, yeah. a, I have a video of Turin Belt. I mean, Turin uh, Millen Belting. Uh, good for you at a karaoke. Good for you. Good. Good. Wait, so can you sing a little bit of happier so I just get the gist? That's a set I've ever seen one before. <laughs> happier. It's crazy because I think. Two years ago, your top artists were also Drake and Olivia Rodrigo. So that's, I'm glad there's some consistency in your life. That's good. Consistency, yeah. Yeah, we like that. It won't be good for Olivia Rodrigo, but uh, there is a music festival in Boston in the spring. It's not like as, it's not on the level of even like a Go Ball or a Lollapalooza or anything, but it is, it used to be, when it first started, like the first year, it was like Kendrick played there, like Tyler played there. Like now it's a lot more like, either kind of washed up rock bands from like the 90s and 80s or it's like indie bands um mm. and so if you're into mm. that i think it's in what's uh what's the festival called it's called boston calling um i think it's in may i could be wrong but maybe maybe obviously not this year because you won't be there yet but if yeah you're still there in the in the, in the spring semester yeah might be worth checking out. Do you like Avril Lavigne? I do. I do, yeah. I like Paramore, yeah. Yeah, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. Paramore's really good. Cool. Good. Yeah, Turin's happy now. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. The trend continues, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not just like, just Olivia, it's like the genre. Even. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, he respects who her. She tries to imitate. You know. That is true. She did imitate her. She stole her flow and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. There's all yeah. There's a lot of Avril. Yeah. There's a lot of. There's even Taylor Swift. I think. Yeah. yeah. Careful who you say that around, man. They're gonna come after you. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. <laughs> you never know when they're listening, bro. <laughs> They'll find a way, bro. I've seen them like dox some people on Twitter recently, bro. Like they're, they're Dude, those people are vicious. They are vicious, man. Especially like the recent, like I think last last week or week the week before, like the the tales of AI photos came out, and like <laughs> oh, that yeah. shit got insane backlash. Like, oh my god, I never what seen the tales of AI photos. I didn't hear about this. Uh, uh, pretty much like some people were like generating like very graphic, like uh, how to describe it. Oh no! It's gotten to that point already. Yeah, <laughs> what do you mean already? That's probably where it started. Yeah, yeah, I think it's already there. <laughs> <laughs> but like, since it's Taylor Swift, like, it was like a big like deal on Twitter, and like, so mm-hmm. then like, uh, I don't know, just like a lot of like commotion, commotion about it. It's probably yeah. There was this one guy who like I don't know if he made them or like I mean got them generated or if he just like spread them, but he like posted a bunch of them, and then like within like three hours. Like her fans had doxed him, like got his legal at name, his address, uh, his work, everything, and they started posting it everywhere. Um, yeah. So. Wow. Scary shit. So, Milan, so don't post what you got, okay? Speaking of Taylor Swift, we can talk about this a little bit. Uh, what do you guys think about like people being like, Outraged that like she and like I guess oh it's not really the part of the Chiefs but people are considering that she's part of the Chiefs and like how like they've made it to the Super Bowl and like everyone's like mad that like she and Travis Kelsey get to be happy and be in the Super Bowl and all that shit like Christian what do you think you know as a white man what <laughs> <laughs> you can speak I mean, to the behavior of these people that's what he's saying yeah I mean first of all I don't think it's that ridiculous to have the Chiefs in the Super Bowl to begin with. Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, Drake. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, like, if you said at the beginning of the season, they were probably one of the favorites. So it's not like, it's not like the fucking Browns mm. made the Super Bowl or anything. Like, no crazy shit like that. Yeah, um, that would be, that would take a lot of uh, rigging yeah, and a lot of rigging. Like, get, that would be yeah. a, a league-wide effort to get that rigged. No one, drink that drink no one that's famous would date anybody that's <laughs> on the ground. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like the propaganda and like all that shit is like kind of out there. I mean, I there there is an argument I think to be said about like the league wanting to propagate Taylor Swift. And, I don't know about the whole oh, yeah. relationship or like making it forcing it to happen, but uh, it's definitely. I feel like if any like superstar celebrity that would date some notable player in the league, like I feel like this might happen to not on the same level, but like I don't know if yeah, I think it's just the fact that she's Taylor Swift that like yeah, like if Nicki Minaj was dating like Patrick Mahomes or like Lamar Jackson or something, like the same thing would be happening. Well, eh, I I don't think this level. I don't think it's at this level. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just like she's like the biggest artist. There's yeah, there's not that many people bigger than Taylor Swift. Yeah, besides Olivia Rodrigo, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> this is just a random question, Harsha. Other than athletes, who is your least favorite celebrity? 
or famous person in general? I don't think I have an opinion. I don't really care. Okay, we go back to the Chiefs though. Like, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on the Chiefs? Archer? you seem you seem kind of ticked off when when I brought it up. Oh, I just I just really want the Niners to win the Super Bowl. Just unrelated oh, okay. to the whole Taylor Swift stuff. Uh, I think <laughs> I think people getting mad about like them showing Taylor Swift at games is kind of overblown because I don't think it matters. Like they're going to do it, and it's not even that long. It's just whenever Kelsey does something, you just know it's gonna gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, I do think. Like, maybe, like, the Chiefs' playoff games haven't been super close where it's, like, questionable. But I feel like if it came down to that, I feel like they'd probably sway the Chiefs' way just to have her in the Super Bowl. Because if you think about it, it's probably going to be the most watched Super Bowl the last, like, 15, 20 oh, 100%. years. 100%. Because definitely, you're definitely. getting so many fans, like, Taylor Swift fans that don't watch football. So Yeah. Zero. I saw that um, Colin, Colin Coward, like, put, to her, put together, like, a oh, segment yeah. where, like, he, like, um, I don't know. I guess his team got all the data of like how many, how much, min, uh, how many, how many seconds like Taylor Swift has been on the TV, like when or the broadcast, like for each of these games. Yeah. And I think like on average, it was like twenty five seconds out of like a three hour like match, which makes it like puts it into perspective. I think I feel like when I was watching, I thought it was a little, way more than what he was saying. But I mean, can't really. I think because really, of like social numbers. media, because you just see her yeah. clips. On yeah, Twitter yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but then and, like, the NFL is <laughs> like marketing it and like, that part, but like the actual game, like it's not that much. Yeah, but the reason why I brought it up was just funny because, like, he posted that, and then, like, of course, like, all the Swifties found it, and yeah. they're like, oh my god, like, this guy, <laughs> like, it's just, I can never, ever in my life, I thought fucking Swifties would be defending Colin Coward the to the game. What a crossover. <laughs> like, the top responsibility, like, yeah, like, one of the first, like, one of the responsibility, like, like, yes, King Gold, and the next one was like, yeah. he's kind of hot, man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. what is happening, bro? I first <laughs> found that video because Amrita sent that video to me. Like, I didn't see go. it on my own first, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, they don't realize that like he works for Fox, and they're they're like so counter what Taylor <laughs> Swift is like. Fox, yeah. Like not Fox Sports. I feel like Fox Sports tries to yeah. separate yeah. itself a little bit, but he's still pretty extreme though. Yeah, I know he has a lot of extreme takes, but it's just funny that <laughs> this is <laughs> you now have the Swifties backing, yeah. which probably the biggest backing you get on social media right now. So, dude, anywhere like you could probably, I bet all the Swifties could crowdfund enough money to buy the Chiefs. Okay, I don't think that's a stretch. Yeah, like <laughs> the, mean, the amount of money they're like willing to drop on like these concerts and stuff, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, guys. So uh, before we end the podcast, I just uh, had this question that we came up with that might incite some fun discussion or interesting discussion at least. Uh, the question I have is: What activity makes you lose track of time? You know, I thought this was kind of topical because because uh, you know Milan has a lot of free time right now. Yeah. relatively <laughs> i got a lot of time yeah. i got a lot of time <laughs> time goes time i don't know jury just, duty, yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's shit like jury duty just it just sucks it away what makes me lose track of time um i don't know i guess we talked about it a little bit before i would say biking uh i feel like i've like gotten i like never used to really bike around a lot um but then i like started like I, honestly i feel like the lift bike it's in and sf it's like lift bikes mm. um the, the rideshare bikes like mm. changed my life. Like getting the membership <laughs> has been like mm. so transformative of how I see the city. Um, Cause I feel like before maybe my first year in the city, I didn't have the membership. And so like, like I obviously could go anywhere, but I was like pretty limited to like a 15 minute walk radius yeah. sort of thing. But like now, like the places I can go in like a 15 minute bike radius is like way way bigger and so i just have like feel like i've seen a lot more of the city and like um are like more i'm just more down to explore 
a lot of yeah. like, random places. And I, I think um, I figured out a second alternative. I think maybe it's because uh, you're when you're walking so much, you're walking to a lot of shit. So now if you just bike, you, <laughs> you just bike over the shit. Bro. Yeah, you see how the dogs are shit though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. a beach is running over. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, you can. I guess, yeah. It's not your bike. Though. It's the city's bike. Yeah, it's not my bike. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. You ever like get on the bike and just like not really like have a destination in mind? You just kind of just want to go to just. Yeah. Yeah. I do that all the time. I do that all the time. Yeah. I've been hearing in New York that for the city bikes, like basically each of the city bikes has like a sticker that has an identification number on it. And so that way, like when you input it into the app, that's the bike that unlocks that you can go take. Mm-hmm. So people will <laughs> like basically switch the stickers and then just like basically like hide. Um, and then someone will input the number for basically a different bike. And as soon as they enter their like the number and input the money and stuff, somebody else will go take the actual bike, you know, and just go right away. That's so fucked up. <laughs> <Which is> so <laughs> crazy. So genius. <laughs> so That's crazy. Um, That's so genius. I don't know if Lyft has that um, feature, but <laughs> I hope for you. Yeah, I got to watch out for that. No, I think they work the same everywhere. Yeah, so I got to watch I, out for actually, that. Actually, like, seriously, like, I've seen, uh, like, I don't know. I've seen a bunch of articles and TikToks and stuff about, like, people just hovering around, hovering around uh, city bikes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I also don't know how that works. Like, if I cancel, like, if I stop it through the app, like, wouldn't the bike just stop also? Or I don't know. No, you got to dock it back. Mm, okay. So, then, <laughs> so they just kind of, they could just go ride forever and you're just paying for it. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I just, is the point, I don't know, is there is the point there to, like, steal essentially like a ride home which could be long for some people or is it just to steal the bike completely yeah i feel like it's more likely the bike because the ride home is like a couple bucks probably like no matter where you're going that's true but Um, isn't the bike like gps like wouldn't they know i don't know yeah and the bikes are super shitty too right they're They're terrible super heavy (laughs) and like just like just go get a normal bike if you want a bike (laughs) would you ever buy like one of those crazy carbon fiber like not like really nuts bikes i have commitment issues i don't know i don't want any i don't want to buy wait what <laughs> you want to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> hmm. wait what <laughs> you just threw that in there at the end man that's crazy <laughs> is that just like with anything expensive you feel that way or just like in general like you i i don't know i, I don't even know if it's expensive i just like don't want to own anything right now that's fair i mean yeah you're you're in a transition like, phase yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense yeah exactly but like but i've been like that for like several years yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the biking competitions called um is there a word for race it? I don't know. tour de france yeah yeah i'm, I'm gonna do the tour de france <laughs> <laughs> that's my next step that's my next chapter yeah there's like there's like 120 mile like bike marathons what are those called is that is that just part of a uh of a triathlon i don't i'm not sure but um i don't know either would you do that I I think I would. I think I would. Yeah. I don't know, 120 miles, that feels like a lot. Maybe yeah. like 50. 50 is what, like a 20th of all of the bike miles you've put thus far? Damn. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I want to get back into biking. I've been a while since I left Stanford. I miss my bike, man. I wish I had, I wish I didn't sell it. I wish I could have just mm. like kept it somewhere and just magic magically just yeah. appeared in my yeah. apartment. Here. I don't know if I still know how to ride a bike. 
to be fair, like when I first got on it, like what, in 2021, I think that was my first time like being on a bike in maybe like seven, eight. I think since I went to the Google campus, like in 2015, so it was like six years. Mm-hmm. And like when I first got on it, like I almost fell over. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, but I think I, it, it takes like at least like a, a couple of times mm-hmm. and you like you're back in yeah. the swing. Of yeah. I, I feel like it's cap what people say, like like you you can't forget how to ride one. Like you can forget, yeah. but it like comes back easier. I think you forget the balance, like how to balance yourself on it for a little yeah. bit. Especially when you first get onto it, like when you first like straddle, strat, strat, straddle the bike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my best. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> ride it when you first ride it. <laughs> yeah, is that better? <laughs> get on there more. No, that's true. I mean, I feel like, like for me, it was a bit different. Like growing up, I was very scared of pretty much anything um and like that's why i kind of stuck to just riding my razor scooter around like the neighborhood with all these kids <laughs> and they'd be on that's bikes badass and stuff. too that's badass yeah um and then like you know eventually my dad was like hey yo like you get too old bro we just gotta like learn and i think i i learned it <laughs> just so that i could just say like yeah, okay like you, okay you dad yeah and but i still like the scooter more probably because i was just like more used to whatever but like, really? yeah, and then, and then, um, there was like, maybe it was like seventh grade or something like that. I went to my friend Kevin's house and there was like a gang of us. And for whatever reason, this dude, Kevin, had the like six, boys. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, Kevin had like six bikes. It was like the middle of winter and they're like, yo, let's go like ride around the neighborhood and shit. I'm like, shit, like, you know, cod sounds really good right now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> No, they're like, no, we got to go. We got to go. And it was like, like I, I had to just like try to ride the bike. And I just, on the way down the driveway, I just ate shit. And then I was like, yo, you got a scooter? He's like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> um, Damn. And then after that. Did they kick you out of the gang after that? No, I'm trying to remember the next time I rode a yeah, bike after that. the word gang. I feel like this is a very loose <laughs> word. Okay, guys, guys, we're from Northern Virginia. For anyone listening, that, that should yeah. qualify most of the words <laughs> a gang. It's more like a biking group. <laughs> um, squad, squad. I met them all on, on my Peloton app. <laughs> Peloton. <laughs> no. But no, I actually don't know if I've ridden a bike since then. I, I can't remember. Wow. So yeah. like I could I think I I think the times the number of times I've ridden a bike is under ten in my life. So let's go on a bike together, man. So you know how you said I was Cap and Millen? I'm not. Crazy. The big lead up to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I ain't forget. Maybe maybe that's a good life goal though, for, or like a year yearly goal, like relearn. Or actually learn this time how to ride a bike. Put on the resolution list. Yeah, bro. Yeah. True. How about you? What what activity makes you lose track of time? That's a good question. I feel like it changes. Um, I mean, recently I did that pottery class. I feel like the time went by really fast. I was there for like three hours. I was like painting my mug for like 30 minutes and I just didn't even know. And everyone like left in that time and I was still there. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been doing some more like art and design work on my iPad and um, it'll all <laughs> the other day I started at 12 and I think I went to sleep around like two and I just didn't, didn't even feel it, which is crazy. Cause if I'm doing like homework or something, trust, I feel that shit. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't know anything. I Varies. Mean, there's not much time that I just spend freely anymore it feels like a lot of the time it's like a little more structured yeah it's not even just structured it's like 
to like some like functional use or fun- functional part of my life like it's not like a like a uh, it's not like for my soul it's like like cooking for example i would say time flies when i'm cooking but that's not like an active mind state that's just like me surviving you know? <laughs> yeah yeah it's um, <laughs> a good point what about you ron what do you what do you do that just kills the time uh yeah i think like true it depends like i guess like what i'm up to but i think good things that i can remember like i think just like when i play basketball like time fucking flies like i actually yeah. have no collection of time when i when i'm on the court and like when i get off and i'm like holy yeah. shit like if, besides if the sun never went down i don't think i would know until like i pass out and then if that pass out that probably be like four hours <laughs> after like oh shit <laughs> um but uh yeah i think playing basketball only like i guess like a couple of days um but when you're in the the, the villains in spain in spain um like in southern spain uh we had like a clear view of the sky so like, every night like we'd go out and just like watch like commercial like, stargates mm-hmm. um and like that also just like you kind of just like get lost like while just looking up there um it's kind of crazy and that was pretty cool i feel like i lost track of time pretty like every night when i was looking up there because you got anything um not really much that hasn't been said like i agree with the basketball thing i was telling um these guys the other day that like i played basketball for the first time in probably like two two and a half months and i was there for four and a half hours um which regardless of how you know prepared i am is way too long uh especially uh, i mean Okay, so it was 70 degrees in January here, which was like a special occasion. So yeah, take advantage of the nice weather uh, in Northern Virginia. But yeah, it just like, I was fine. Like, uh, I, well, I wasn't fine. <laughs> after like after like two and a half hours, I was like, all right, I can't do full court games no more. Like my legs are just like shot, blah, blah, blah. And then I play half court games for like much longer than that. And then I got home and I was like, damn, I'm really hungry. And then I weighed myself and I lost four and a half pounds from when Damn. I left. To, like I, I, I showered and everything. And I, I sweat out like four pounds. That, wow. That's four crazy. Four pounds of water? Holy and, shit. And I couldn't move for like the next two days. That's what we call the Huron special. Does a two liter bottle of soda weigh like around four pounds? Isn't two liters two kilograms basically? Because it's water. It's mm, like one to one. You're right, one, you're one right. Okay, so it's like, damn you 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 should you sweat it out like a liter in in a bit, like a liter and a half. That's crazy. That's the problem with that, but yeah, because I think, uh, I mean, I also like ate before I went. Is there a market to sell all that? that? We would. No, sorry. <laughs> Yo, I'm <laughs> You need to you need to relax, sir. Uh. Yeah, so I think that and like when this is really niche, but like when you're with like a friend or like a group of friends and like you're doing like a a specific task, like other than just hanging out, because I feel like most people when they hang out, like time just flies. Like when you are working together to accomplish something like kind of like what Sarah was saying about the the pottery, like, I don't know, like uh, when we do like a Friendsgiving or like um like a bunch of people are i'm thinking about like when we decorated the venue for harsh's engagement party 
like that kind of thing where it's like everybody's like trying to get to like one common goal and everybody's like working together like things are like somewhat structured and organized and everybody's just trying to get to the same end goal i feel like that for me it's just kind of like all right cool everybody's just like like in a flow state kind of thing yeah it's just like everything's falling together seamlessly like nobody is like trying to step on each other's toes or anything it's just like everybody's working together having fun having a good time I don't know. Yeah. That's a very, very, very specific example, but sorry, I know I said we thought that was the last question, but there's one thing that I, I did come up with that I kinda wanted to briefly talk so about. So inquisitive sorry. this guy. <laughs> uh well this is kinda catered towards to Millen towards Millen, uh, because you know, this guy's been involved in space and you know, space travel. Not really space travel, but I guess we'll talk about space. Um and you know, since like we're entering um like new times where like like technology is growing ever so fast. I just wanted to know from your perspective, like how do you think space travel will progress in the next decade or so? Because I know, like, we have, like, supersonic travel coming up, like, uh, commercial supersonic travel coming up in the next five years or so. And, like, there's also, like, commercial space exploration that's going to be potential, potentially possible, like, in a couple of years or so. Even, I guess, starting now. But, like, what do you think from your from your perspective, like, we're headed towards? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I hope it goes the direction of being cheaper and more accessible. Yeah. Realistically, I'm not so sure. Like right now, I think you can pay like a boatload of money and like go up to the space station. I don't know, like some amount of millions. I don't even yeah, know. I think I've heard some. Um, like so it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like basically inaccessible to the general public. Mm-hmm. And then the only other way to go to space is like to be an astronaut which is like also pretty inaccessible for like most people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like given the acceptance right there yeah um but i don't know I, I think like hopefully if the industry keeps developing like stuff will get cheaper there'll be more access i don't know to me the way i see it is like if if like this sort of moon race develops into like an actual race so i guess like for context there's like China is trying to go to the moon and then the U S is like supposed to beat them, but like keeps delaying, um, the plans. And they're like, they keep saying like, we're not really competing, but like realistically behind the scenes, like they both want to be first. Um, so if that kind of heats up into like an actual race, I think that it could have like pretty nice positive externalities for like the rest of the industry and just like develop a lot of technology and and allow people to maybe even like go to the moon in our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah pretty crazy even india is doing a bunch uh, of and then there's like the I'm sorry go ahead i was gonna say yeah like like spacex is, is also trying to go they're, they're trying to skip the moon mostly they are helping nasa go to the moon a little bit but like they're mostly focused on mars mm. so that one is like i don't know it's tough to bet against anything that they're trying to do wait spacex does like helps like launch a lot of the satellites right and like dirty. yeah they do yeah. Well, they do what's the purpose of going to the moon still like, is it just research on, like, rocks and shit? Or are they trying to, like, establish... Mostly vibes. Vibes. It's a vibe check. It's a vibe check on that. I heard there's a lot of danger there. You want to go, Melissa? Yeah. Like, wake up late. Wake up late. Wake up late for the launch today. It's so that, like, 20 years from now, Jordan can wake up at 2 p.m. and call the Daniel boys, like, hey, yo, man, I'll see you guys on the moon. You want to go to the moon? Yeah. That'd be pretty lit. That'd be pretty lit. Just the moon. yeah, <laughs> just the moon. shoot for the moon, baby. <laughs> that's that's true. I know I know uh, Trun is super into going up into space, uh, but true. How much would you would put? you guys go right now? Like, let's say, yes. like, no, I would go tomorrow. If I had the if I had the money, I would. I mean, I don't I don't see why not. Yeah, I would go. 
If okay. if say when money was an option, they like offered you a spot. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. I would go. Yeah. yeah. No. Christian, why not? Because I feel like the the people that have gone to this point are professionals. Other than what you're talking about with the going to the space station, like the vast majority of people are like trained to go there. Like I don't think that the general public, including myself, is like in a in a prepared state. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to go through like training for sure. I think. I mean, they won't just put us on. I, yeah. I don't know. Actually, that's I true. Still, I still yeah, yeah. Let's say there's like a six month like <laughs> like let, let's say you like you're doing what the space tourists right now do, mm-hmm. which is yeah, like yeah. they're just like normal people. Mm-hmm. They do like six months of training, maybe. And yeah, they go. dude, that's even yeah. better, bro. You just get jacked and go to space. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it. There's not enough data for a regular person to go for me to feel comfortable enough making that decision. Uh, that's true. Safety wise, yeah, safety wise, and just also like, I know you're saying like it's just me, but like, if I'm going with like, say it's like a trip with like a bunch of other people. I don't trust those other people enough to like not be fucking idiots and like do something in the space. That's totally fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But we're not, we're not on the trip, so it'll be fine. <laughs> we're the biggest idiots. You probably it's, it's you and the danger boys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm locked in, baby. I'm locked in. Wait, no, you and the danger boys and the wife beater guy. No, I think, yeah, there's just a lot of unproven stuff. I don't think I would be like, never ever will go to space but i think i don't know I'm you don't want to be like one of the first people. few subjects you want to like you want it to be oh. like t- test no yeah. of course not i'm definitely one of those people where like i have to be I- i'm the opposite of the danger voice uh i have to be like 100% <laughs> sure about Safety. like most things like decision ahead of time like you know i weigh like all the different scenarios and outcomes like and so it's like oh you get to train for six months then you go to space with like four other people I will spend those six months, even though I'm training to go to space, thinking about how I will die in space. You know. See, that's where I'm at. I I think it. Oh, you want like, to? Okay, cool. No, no, no. Like, I, I like <laughs> if I were to die in space, I think uh, I'd be okay with that. That'd be one of the the few deaths I'd be like, that's, that's pretty I'm saying, sick. Yeah. I'm, I was part of like a space exploration trip with my boy Tarun. <laughs> Hopefully, we're on the same trip. <laughs> if I if I knew, like like let's say we're up there and then like something goes wrong, all the shit's beeping or whatever, and I can only send like a last message back to Earth, I'd send some shit like. Guys, the aliens are real. They're coming at us with these ray guns and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I some crazy shit. People going to space. You, and shit. I have like a legacy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Could <laughs> we both went on this trip and like I, I, like one of us just like died and like you came back to Earth. Like, would you feel guilty? Like, like you're saying, you're saying that like me and you go together, you die, and I come back. Yeah. I'd um, if we went to space and people didn't like know what happened up there. I'd come back and start acting like you and just take your life. <laughs> you would be like, what the fuck happened? Why I just like pull up to your house, your mom make like whatever shrimp curry or some shit. And be like, wow, this is so good. Oh, just to fuck with so That's the most random answer. Um, Welcome no, to a podcast. I'm not say there's no such thing as a wrong answer. I think that's a wrong answer. <laughs> no, no, I, I, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel guilty, but like it depends on how you go out. Like no, if you true, if yeah, you go out because like you fought off the aliens to like save me, like <laughs> my boy. If you go out like a bitch, I mean, yeah. If you if you just like if you accidentally you're gonna come back down, you'd be like, it would be like, how do you feel about your best friend? I'd be like, oh, you the idiot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like if you accidentally, like, he deserved it. <laughs> you like you know you're like oh I want to see what it's like out there or something, and then you just stick your hand out the window or whatever, and you know just die. <laughs> then 
Dude, there's a uh, we'll end on this. Uh, this is gonna be just hella random. I don't know how it was translated. Pretty much, there's a show called Avenue Five, the HBO show. Um, and it's about like, like in the future where like a lot of people are like on like a space cruise, pretty much. Uh, the problem is the space cruise gets knocked off its path and like is set into like like an unknown path and they don't know how long how they'll get home kind of thing. Um, so that's like it's like a com it's like a dark comedy kind of thing. And anyway, like towards like the end of the first season, there's an episode where like the passengers are like like throwing like a um a coup d'etat of sorts and they're like they're like they're like oh this is a simulation like we're not actually in space like you guys are lying to us like i'm gonna show you what happens and then literally <laughs> like one person like try like gets out and like takes like, takes one step out and then they just freeze and you just see like their body like fly like past everyone <laughs> and then everyone's like oh this is fake but like i'll follow you and then like <laughs> the next person goes and the next person goes like, literally like, six people just die in a row and they're just like floating in orbit around the space station and that shit made me realize that i want to go on a space cruise because that sounds pretty dope but what, people I don't know. that is what pushed you over the edge <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely be the people like near the door be like, yo, you should try it, man. Like, I, I don't think it's real. Like, you should go try it. <laughs> like, Agumon. Yeah, this is once they're, dead, once they're dead, Haran would do, like, the L Fortnite dance. <laughs> L, L, you're dead. Yeah, like, on that, on one final note on the space thing. Like, if, like, if you were the reason, like, like your trip went wrong, and mm. then, like, yeah, some, like, tragic shit happened on your trip, and then you were the reason that nobody else ever went to space... Would you also feel comfortable? Like they were like, "Oh shit! Like it's too risky. Like we have to push this program back like 15, 20 years." I'd feel Man, amazing. Like, dude. So I'm cool. the last person to go to space. Man. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> it's all your fault. It's all your fault. First, you're like, like Neil Armstrong, then Tarun out of Poly, bro. First man on the moon, last man in space. First and last. Yeah, first and last. <laughs> I'm being in the history books. This the time. This the beginning of the timeline. This the end, bro. Come on. Damn. Yeah, you ended the timeline. I ended the timeline. That's pretty hype. That'd be a hype name, bro. The man who ended the timeline. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cool. such an idiot. Nobody else can go to fucking space anymore. Sorry, <laughs> right, good to know you'd be comfortable ending space venture for all mankind. Book it. <laughs> Any popularity is good popularity. You take that. But wait, but Millen, would you go? Like if you're given given the opportunity tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely yeah. go. Yeah. I would definitely yeah. go. Yeah. This guy fucks. I mean, you've designed like spacesuits and shit, right? I did work on spacesuits. That's yeah. so fucking Damn. sick. That's true. That's so sick. Yeah. Can you yeah, imagine we get ago, the yeah. we get it ahead of you? You'd be pissed. Yeah, I'd be pretty. Pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember your boy. When you, you do the reverse what Tarun does. You before the trip, he's gonna act like he's Tarun and then take a spot. <laughs> <laughs> like, what part of the spacesuit did you work on? I worked on like uh, so like the current spacesuit design was like concentrating a lot of carbon dioxide like right in the astronaut's mouth mm -hmm. area so they like kept rebreathing the carbon dioxide so like i worked on like a new ventilation system mm -hmm. to like put oxygen so in there instead cool, of dude. carbon dioxide wait so you're you're old and then my boss my boss was like you gotta try it I was like fuck it like you so he made me put the whole thing that's on so sick we pressurized that's it so sick. and then he was like well we need you to like start producing carbon dioxide so like do push-ups so I was like doing push-ups in a spacesuit. That's so cool. Like, definitely the That's hardest so push-ups I've ever done. That's yeah. so sick. Wait, so did did your old company just like consult to create spacesuits for other companies and stuff, or are they actually like? Yeah, they were like. Um, so there's like two types of spacesuits. So they they were like part of like one of the groups making spacesuits for NASA. Mm -hmm. That's so dope. You have a photo of you in the spacesuit. 
I do. I do. Yeah. That might be a great, okay. that might be a great one for the Instagram post that we'll make for this episode. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> that how a lot of these space companies just stay afloat is from federal contracts, basically. Yeah. It's like the customers are like very few. It's yeah. like basically just NASA and yeah. like some rich guy who wants yeah. to do some crazy, <laughs> crazy. It's like mostly NASA. That's sick. Yeah. Sure. Just like Turun is the man that ends the timeline. <laughs> We're going to end the timeline of this episode. Uh, we want to thank Milan for coming on mm-hmm. again. Um, anything you want to shout out, Milan, uh, before you head out? Dude, shout out the boys. Like, shout out you guys for, for like, <laughs> couple, like I don't know boys. what episode is this. Like, 201, bro. Yeah, not the Danger Boys. These boys. Yeah. It's 201, actually. Interesting the first discussion. One after, the first one after 200. Yeah. This is 201? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh damn! Your first damn. guest after like our, our, wow. our next our next our biggest milestone. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm honored. Wow, as you should be. Yeah, as you should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's huge though. That's huge. That's awesome. <laughs> Maybe we'll get you on hundred episodes from now. If we're still doing this. Um, we'll, we'll, that's two years from now. Well, yeah. you'll be a busy. You'll probably be a business. <laughs> episode a thousand. Let's do from from space and then. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude. Well, our last ever, our last ever episode will be recorded in space. I think that's that's the. Goal. <laughs> What if yeah? What if this podcast is what ends the space timeline? <laughs> <laughs> space time. I would I would feel pretty accomplished about that though. Yeah. I would I would make the venture just for that. Dude, imagine how yeah. many listens you get. Oh my god. Crazy. Yeah, but you know, like the rest of our timeline is all you know. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can find it on wherever you get your podca- podcast from. Um, if you want to see Millen in a spacesuit, you can check out our Instagram at Interesting Discussion, where we have cool episode posts and guest posts. And yeah, I think it's going to wrap it up for here, guys. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.